1: From South Bend, Indiana. Who gets upset about the clarinet player on the Lawrence Welch <laughs> Well, the answer to that would be Llewellyn.
2: It's the
0: Sports Yak Podcast.
1: Google him. There's your catchphrase. That might be what I yell out during basketball. Google Google him. Google him kid gets red hot starts hitting google him the number one most downloaded sports podcast on the
2: studio dna podcast network that's not that cable me. that's the turning of the router on the oh, antenna.
3: No, no 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 drama didn't have an antenna like that
0: what doofus would name a podcast after a stupid tibetan ox probably one of these
1: morons cory man and uh, maybe it was chuck freebie
0: oh no don't you dare have a leaf fall after Tuesday. God is my witness. Sports yak. But Fancy there's cheese already on it. Why in the world
3: would you need to add cheese to mac and cheese?
2: Part of the Studio DNA Podcast
1: Network. Civ Pop Podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience.
3: Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that's so super bummed we're not reviewing the possession of Hannah Grace. It's Sif It's a little sarcastic, uh, announcer there. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sif Pop streaming live on Spreaker whenever we want to. Yeah. <laughs> we're available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Patrons get those perks. I'm Aaron Dicer, and he's my beautiful and exceedingly bearded
1: co-host Andrew Ormsby.
3: Oh boy. And each week we'll chat about movies, television, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds.
1: I was trying to throw you off with the lack of woo this week, <laughs> just so you'd be like, "Wait, something is missing." Well, I listen. I'm just
3: trained to keep going. I just keep doing. I got words in front. I'm like, uh, uh whatever. Steve. Ron Well, I was gonna say Steve Carell in. Uh, Oh, um, uh, Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Whatever, whatever's on there. But yeah, Ron is the better example yeah. of that, for sure. Uh, we are excited for this episode. This is the annual nominations episode. This is the one you and I look forward to. It is one of them this time of year. Uh, it is an exciting time of year. Been watching a lot of screeners. In fact, during the uh, the patron pre-show, um, we talked. I talked about some of the screeners I've seen recently. Did a little mini-review on a few of those. But, uh, but this is the episode where you help me figure out my nominations for the Critics' Choice uh, Movie Awards. Now, this is nomination week for me. So Monday, I get my ballot. Friday, my ballot is due. So I have until Friday to make my decisions. And I love the fact that you're so willing to help me and crowdsource this. Uh, I don't know if you checked any of the, I, you know, I tweeted out my usual, Hey, here are the categories. Let me know what you think. And people were all over it, man, really with great choices very helpful you know some of the categories especially you think of like young performer those kind of categories because they're not Oscar categories they're not Academy Award categories a lot of times there's not a lot of you know thinking or commentary on those things so it's great to have other people going hey did you check out this performance of this you know uh, this younger performer in this movie and that's the kind of stuff I love plus it's great to hear Andrew's thoughts and opinions and you know we'll just kind of Help me figure out what my ballot... Now... Great might be overselling it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Nah, not at all. Uh, I do want to restate this. This is my ballot for the Critics' Choice Awards. At the end of the day, these will be the choices, I think. I'm not taking a poll. I'm not, you know, crowdsourcing it in a way of using other people's choices. I, you know... I am required to say what I believe these things should be, and that's what my ballot will be. However, I find it really fascinating and interesting to hear what everybody has to say and to remind me of things maybe I that say, I forgot potentially about. Potentially, you
1: forgot about something, right? right. So. Yeah,
3: exactly. So, I love doing the nominations episode. We'll go through all of the categories. Have a good time doing it. Um, I think we'll do some buried treasure at the end. Is that okay if we do just a piece of buried treasure at the end? I got something. Okay, yeah, yeah, just something at the end of some buried treasure, and of course. When Andrew brings us a little bit of drunk SIF pop, yep, we're gonna do some drunk SIF pop, right?
1: Yeah, we are.
3: Um, so I, this is the second episode of drunk SIF pop. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, you want in any introduction? Or you just want to let it roll. Let it roll. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Drunk SIF pop.
1: What does Walmart know about? Entertainment, really? <laughs>
3: I do like their entertainment <laughs> section of the store. Go back and look at the so, big TV. So this
1: <laughs> is what I want to know: What if Walmart um, bought Redbox?
3: I don't know. Is Redbox? <laughs> I mean.
1: Because Redbox is already in every single Walmart. <laughs> oh my goodness.
3: Yeah.
2: That's kind of their Could whole be. thing, is right? Is that tonight? That's, That's today. Drunk Dene? So, their whole entire way of starting. I happen to know this because it affected my family. <laughs> 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 my grandparents had a in a little town uh-huh. and the people from Walmart <laughs> would come in and they had little notebooks and they would write down everything that they had on the shelves and their price and that way when they opened their store they beat everyone's prices <laughs> and that's how they put people out of business wow, wow. Man. yep
3: that's, that's an amazing story.
2: It, they shut them down. That was like <laughs> their livelihood. And then yeah. they couldn't compete with it. Oh, and man. so we've just seen the progression of the Walmart, you know, model. So when it was, <laughs> I'm not saying that Walmart ruined my family or anything like that <laughs> mm-hmm. but they definitely had that way of going about it so I wonder if they're just gonna like wow. undermine like bring the prices down make it affordable for everybody
1: dollar 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 bills dollar, <laughs>
2: y'all. Dollar, y'all bills <laughs>
3: that's that Woot and yeet, I say.
1: That's going to wrap it up for do we care? (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: man. So, I'm not saying Walmart ruined my family. (laughs) Oh, nice to have a little bit. <laughs> nice to hear Danae on Cif Pop again. Oh yeah. She should come back on soon. Danae, uh, if you're listening.
1: Yeah. You're we welcome gotta, anytime. Gotta send her a message. Get her back here. Uh too bad she's not here for this because you know this would be her favorite episode of the year. <laughs> That's right, of course. Listing things.
3: Um, so we are gonna list some stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's do it this way. We'll go from
3: the um the lighter categories and end with picture you know best picture so we'll kind of go in the order most award shows do yeah um so we'll go in that order and we'll just here's here's the thing about the nominations episode we're not ranking stuff we're not we're not putting them in order we're saying these are the ones that we are thinking about for nominations so it's not necessarily this is the
1: best this is the second best this is the third best however i think that if there is like a for sure like front runner we should at least mention that You know, like. Oh, sure. No, no, you can give your opinions however you want. I probably won't do that. I'll probably
3: hold that a little closer to the vest. Uh, unless it's obvious, 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 which there are a couple categories there are a couple yeah. that are obvious, obvious, obvious. Um, but other than that, yeah, let's just talk about what deserves to be nominated. Let's get right into it, because we got a lot of categories to get <laughs> we through. we got
1: a lot of categories. Let's
3: start with the musical stuff. Um, starting with best score, what were some of the scores that you loved this year that you think should be nominated? Go ahead and throw one out.
1: Uh, first Man.
3: Yeah, I have that on my list as well.
1: Just that one particular score where the... Uh The moon landing. No, not that one. Where the the shuttle's taking off. Well, that one as well. Yeah, where just that adrenaline rush that you get. It's just you get goosebumps listening to it. It's so good.
3: I love that score. Do
1: you know uh who composed that score? Do you have that in front of you? Wasn't it Hurwitz? I think was it, it was Hurwitz? Ju- yeah, I think it was
3: Justin Hurwitz. That's who she's okay. is has used in the past, and I'm pretty sure well, uh, I've used him here as well. If so. he's
1: using them for whiplash and la La Land, then I'm sure that he has to have him for here as well.
3: Yeah, I think uh first man is is definitely a good one. I'd also throw out their Annihilation, uh, which is an incredible I score. About that. And it's and it's a score from a movie that you're not gonna hear a lot about, I don't think, during award season. Um. So I really wanted to bring it to attention, and I'm I'm seriously considering nominating it. So that was another one I was thinking of. Nice. What about you?
1: Isle of Dogs.
3: Oh, interesting.
1: Especially that beginning with the the drummers. You know, the intro for the credits and everything is phenomenal. And then you know what? The entire movie has that Eastern uh just type of soundtrack to it. Just I think it was beautifully scored. And that's Alexander
3: Desplat, right? Like who is one of my favorite composers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent choice. Um, good. I'm glad you reminded me of that one. Uh, the only other one that I have listed in this category to chat about is Incredibles 2.
1: That's the only other one I have as well.
3: Man, that score. Um, uh, Michael Giacchino or Chicano or I always, I, I never know how to pronounce it. And I, I apologize. You just learn it and, and nail it. And I, I feel like a bad person every time I don't know how to say it. Um, but, uh, I believe it's Giacchino, I believe, but I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, what I do know <laughs>
1: is it's a great score. Is
3: he, his Incredibles music is incredible. Uh, it's so good. Um, so yeah, I wanted to make sure that one got mentioned as well. Did yeah.
1: you have any others you wanted to throw out there? Uh, those were the only three that I thought were mentioning worthy. So, okay. All right. We'll move
3: on to best song, um, which this is one of the obvious ones, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, Shallows is going to win this category. Shallows is going to win. And deserves for sure to be nominated. Yeah. Um, Did you think of any others? Oh,
1: actually, the two others I thought of, I'm like, those could actually get nominated. Granted, I don't think they have a shot in the dark against Shallows. Okay. But I will throw out Ashes, Deadpool 2. I had that down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, surprisingly, I think that is going to get nominated. A Celine
3: Dion song. Celine Dion. Why Why not? Exactly. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Did you have another one? Um, the other one
3: that I had bes- besides those two uh, was the Buster Scruggs song. Uh, when a Cowboy okay. Trades His Spurs for Wings. <laughs> yeah. I think is what it's called, so I wrote that one down as well. That's
1: a pretty good one.
3: But again, I don't think anything has a chance really no. to beat Shallow.
1: The only other one I have is Slaughter Race from Wreck-It Ralph 2. That's a song? So remember? Uh, oh, I- the, the original song that she sang. Yeah.
3: I didn't even think about that one. Yeah.
1: Those That's are the- interesting. Yeah, know, I like that choice. Because it is pretty much a Disney princess song, and you know Disney princess songs always get the nominations.
3: That's that's a fair point. Uh, Some of the scores that you mentioned on Twitter uh, also were Black Panther score, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout score, um, the Buster Scruggs
1: score. Going back to Mission Impossible, since it's the same score we've heard for like six movies, do you think it has a chance of getting nominated? I mean, it's a little. I don't think it has a chance of getting nominated. No,
3: not really um suspiria was mentioned for score by somebody um, what do you think about that maybe i was too distracted by <laughs> how much i wanted the movie to be over <laughs> um so yeah i think uh black clansman was the only other one that people mentioned in the in the twitter as well so okay good choices uh you ready to move on yeah uh this is the one i really don't have i i have one movie foreign language film
1: Yeah, and I know the one you're going to nominate, too. Well, it's Roma. Yeah.
3: And uh, I don't see... I I was going to
1: say, I don't see how anything but Roma wins this category. I've heard that there are a couple out there that... There's one from Denmark, or the one from Sweden, Border, Mm -hmm. I hear has... Uh, some uh, And Shoplifting is another one. Yeah. Uh,
3: Cold War from Poland yeah. is going to get a lot of There's buzz. There's one from
1: Denmark, too. I can't remember the name of it. I
3: think it was Cold War. The New York Film Critics uh, Association did their awards today. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And Best Foreign Film went to Cold War okay. from Poland instead of Roma. Best Picture went to Roma. <laughs> Somebody has to explain this to me. I don't, listen, I don't understand how as, it, it boggles my mind how enough people were like, have the opinion of, oh, we're going to give Rome a best, I'm going to give Rome a best picture, so let's give, you know, foreign language film the Cold War. Well, are you handing out candy? No, you're picking the best movies. Yeah. I, like, I that logic floors me and makes me a little bit angry. It makes me kind of want to rant a little bit because... You know, that's that's the every game's a tie game thing. It's just oh, yeah. like, you know, I, I don't know. it's It blew my mind today when they did that. I'm just like, there are enough people voting in that circle that have that mindset. And I guess it shouldn't... Ah, maybe this is too much of a generalization. I guess it shouldn't be surprising that artists have that mindset. Artists do are a little more fluid with logic and, you know, those kind of things. I get that, but... Man, for somebody like me, I just look at that and I go, "How is Roma the best movie of the year, but not the but best, not foreign... the best foreign film of the year?"
1: Yeah, that makes no sense. I cheated on one of my nominations for best foreign language. Oh yeah, film. What was it? Uh, a Quiet Place, because to me, sign language <laughs> is foreign.
3: Well, when the, was it? The Artist that was. Uh, oh that yeah, was a silent
1: film. Yeah, that
3: that wasn't eligible for foreign film, so yeah. I, I don't think Quiet Place will be as well, but. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, right. You're right. The majority of that movie is sign it's language. language.
1: Nicely. And it's foreign to me. So.
3: <laughs> That's a good call. Good call. Uh, let's go into the sci-fi horror movie uh, category, speaking of A Quiet Place. Uh, yeah.
1: It's a nomination, of course.
3: Yeah. I think that...
1: Uh, it won't win, but... it Well, uh, it might win.
3: Well, what else... Okay. Let's talk first about what else you would nominate. Infinity War. In sci-fi horror? Sci-fi. See, I qualify... I don't put the Marvel stuff in sci-fi. I know technically you can. I just... I don't see it as science fiction. I see it as comic book. I see those as two different things. That's interesting. It is interesting. You're wrong, but Maybe, it's maybe I am wrong. Maybe I need to think about that a little bit more.
1: Personally, this is just me. I would definitely put Marvel movies in science fiction. Well, especially fiction. now
3: that they're in space more and those kind of things. Yeah. But no, I mean, I guess the superhero stuff is science fiction too. It's just... It's weird how it's a different category for me. I would... I would qualify uh, Infinity War more as an action movie than I would a sci-fi movie.
1: Okay. I could see that. Yeah.
3: So, Uh, anyhow.
1: That's why I also have Black Panther in here as well.
3: Uh, Annihilation is one that I can see being nominated in this category. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to do it. I'm going to throw Overlord in here uh, as a possible nomination for sci-fi. You really like that movie a lot. I liked I liked it much more than I was expecting to. That's for sure. Yeah. So I, you know, I would I would put it in there. Um, I'm sure some people are screaming right now that neither of us are mentioning Suspiria or Mandy <laughs> or Mandy, for that matter. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just not our jam.
1: Oh, people are flipping out that we're not mentioning Hereditary. People are yeah. flipping out right now. You, did you see it? I hate that movie. Okay, yeah. I hate that movie so much.
3: Yeah, I I didn't like it either. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so let me see in the in uh, on Twitter what else people had to say. Uh yeah, a lot of hereditary, a lot of Suspiria. Um so the yeah. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that in action if you wanted to. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> all right let's move on to the next category then uh we'll move on to uh co- the comedy categories yep so let's start with actress in a comedy um
1: who do you got uh i kind of had to scrape the bottom of the barrel because i only think there's one for sure winner on this category and that's really rachel I, rachel mcadams in that's Game an Night. obvious
3: nomination i think yeah I, but think, I don't think it's the only
1: really yeah okay i have i have others but honestly like Looking at my list, maybe you've seen more comedies than me.
3: Well, and sometimes it comes down to what you define as a comedy, too. Yeah, right.
1: Also, I didn't know if we're counting voice performances.
3: I mean, if the movie is a comedy, and I, I am all for counting voice performances. In fact, well, the, then
1: I need to redo my list.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, because the the critics um, in what year did her come out? Was that uh,
1: oh? Did ScarJo get
3: ScarJo got a nomination for her? So it's not like we haven't done it before. Okay um so there's there's no rule against it um so yeah i don't i don't know
1: well then yeah i definitely need to redo some stuff well
3: what com what comedy is uh there's a voiceover for
1: oh i would have said uh holly hunter for incredibles, incredibles? yeah you consider that a comedy i do oh com- it's it is,
3: funny it- but i would consider it an action movie
1: no it's it's a comedy for me too that whole scene with jack jack and the raccoon is one of the funniest things I've seen the entire year.
3: Well, we're describing what is the most difficult thing about genre nominations. It's true. Is understanding where they go. And this is why the Golden Globes get slammed every single year because they let the movies decide which genre they want to be in. Like the
1: whole The Martian comedy thing. Comedy thing,
3: thing. yeah. The Martian is a comedy.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: there's funny parts in The Martian, right? Yeah. But so for me, when I look at this list, I, I have to decide in my mind... What the heaviest genre is for me and for the Incredibles, the heaviest genre is action. Um, those action scenes are absolutely stunning and amazing. But you're right. If I'm there, is a piece of logic you could do, which is like, well, it's not which is heaviest, but just how you know how good is the action or how funny is the humor. Yeah, and in that case, it could be both because the action is incredible. Excuse the pun. And the humor is incredible. Don't excuse the pun because I'm doing it too much. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, with both things being amazing, you could actually put it in both. But that's why I like to kind of find what category I think they should go in. Okay. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, everybody kind of gets to decide their own thing.
1: Yeah. So who else did you put in this category? I think Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> is a comedy.
3: So I put Constance Wu in this category. <sighs> Good call. Um, and then uh, Ellie Elsie uh, Fisher from 8th Grade. I think eighth grade is a comedy as Still well. Still
1: haven't seen it. Oh wow! I know I got it, so wow. I, I should watch it because uh, it's Bo Burnham, and yeah. that's everything I've ever wanted. Yeah. So uh, uh, the only other ones I had were like Kate Blanchett and House with the Clock in This Walls. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Anne Hathaway in Ocean's Eight because she was hilarious in that movie. She is hilarious.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, that, uh, that Anne Hathaway nomination is an interesting nomination. Um, I might think about that well I guess there are no there are no actor actress categories for action movie but anyways um, yeah. okay so let's go to actor in a comedy
1: okay easy for me it's Ryan Reynolds Deadpool 2
3: um, I have Jason Bateman I do too and Jesse Plemons I do two.
1: those are my three
3: those are my three <laughs> yeah I just I, I have Hugh Grant uh, from Paddington 2 in there as well <sighs> I love that performance. I know
1: you do. I know you do. And he's perfect for what he's trying to do. So yeah, I can see what you're saying. It's just I have a different style of comedy that I really sure. adhere to. So it's all personal preference, but he is nailing what he's going for.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: I, I as, as
3: you look at, you know, best comedy movie, obviously game night has to be head and shoulders above the rest. No. What what other comedies would you put in there? Did you I, like Deadpool too? So
1: much. I love oh, Deadpool.
3: Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. and I, I didn't even
1: really like it. I would even put Isle of Dogs over uh, mm. Game Night. I
3: that, really would. You you enjoyed Isle of Dogs that much? Yeah. Interesting. Don't give me.
1: Uh, Game Night has some of the best laughs of the year. That whole uh, stitching up the bullet wound scene is one of the funniest things I've seen the all best. year. Yeah. It really is the best. But yeah, I would put both Deadpool 2 and Isle of Dogs over Game Night. Don't don't get me wrong. I've seen uh, Game Night three times in the the last two weeks. (laughs) But yeah, easily I would put Deadpool 2 and Isle of Dogs over it.
3: On Twitter, people are mentioning uh, Lakeith Stanfield. And sorry to bother you as a possible nomination uh, in this category. Um, I would put
1: Army Hammer over Lakeith Stanfield for that movie. Interesting. Okay. Just maybe it's because I'd never seen him do a character like that before. He's just really seeing Army Hammer, Mm -hmm. that type of person. But don't get me wrong, like Keith Stanfield, what he's doing and what he's pulling off is incredibly difficult to make it work for the extent that it works.
3: I mentioned in the best comedy, uh, along with Game Night, um, Paddington 2 is a possible nomination and 8th (laughs) Grade is a possible nomination. Crazy Rich Asian is also a possible nomination. I think there are a couple other, you know, places to go. Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess it is comedy. Which one? Uh, Crazy Rich Asians It's I rom-com think so. Right. So, yeah Yeah
3: I think I don't know again Like I said Sometimes placing genre Is exactly. difficult uh, Best action movie I already kind of talked about The fact that I have Incredibles 2 in this category Okay Um. And uh, Avengers I also also talked about Having Avengers in this category yeah. As well So what did you have
1: You cannot forget Mission Impossible Fallout No no no
3: totally That's, my, that's the other one I had yeah. As a possible nomination uh,
1: Deadpool 2 then Those are my three Avengers Fallout Deadpool 2 Okay Um, what about like
3: something, I don't know, um, like Annihilation or something like that? Would you consider that action enough or Overlord even or something like that? I would
1: put Overlord in that way in that category, in that category way before I would put Annihilation. I think Annihilation is way more suspense because the action in that movie is very minimalistic. Mm. But when it does happen, like, uh, couldn't we also put Black Panther here? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Easily.
3: Yeah, that's another possible one as well. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of interesting choices. Yep. Um, somebody mentioned the night comes for us, which I haven't seen. So the night comes you know, and this is as good a time as any to mention. Um, oh, and somebody in the chat mentioned upgrade, which is another possibility in the action. I do
1: have that coming up soon
3: in uh, the action category. Uh, I will say uh, this is as good a time as any to mention the movies I haven't seen yet uh this is my final week hopefully i will see as many of these as i can but i don't have the screeners uh for these yet um i don't have the screener for the favorite i don't have the screener for if bill uh, beale street could talk uh vice mary queen of scots mary poppin returns the mule uh and then a few others that probably won't get as much consideration but that are you know ones i want to see bird box would be a good one to see yeah. Um, I know that's coming out before the end of the year. White Boy Rick, I've heard some things about. Um, so there there are a few that I want to check out, but I just don't have the screeners yet. So hopefully they'll come here soon because my time is running out. Yep. Listen, if you don't <laughs> give me a way to see the movie, then I can't do anything about it. It's true.
1: You can't nominate based off hearsay.
3: No. That'd be the worst. Yeah. What if people do that? I bet people do that. Human beings do some shady stuff. They
1: hear Roma's really good, but they haven't seen it yet. They're like, well, it's obviously going to get nominated, so I might as well throw it on there as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting stuff.
3: Um, Okay. So, let's move on then to animated feature.
1: Cool. Uh,
3: I have two obviouses and then a bunch fighting for my third nomination slot, so...
1: I have three and then I can't think of really any others.
3: Uh Incredibles two yep. and Ralph Breaks the Internet yeah. are the two obvious ones to me. Oh. What uh, did you have for a third?
1: Isla Dogs.
3: Yeah. That's one of the ones fighting for a, a third slot. Fighting.
1: For me. Oh. Did you not like Isle of Dogs as much as I thought you did? I, I really like Isle I of Dogs. I love Isle of Dogs. That's a maybe, I don't know if it's top ten or not, but yeah,
3: it's up there. Cool. I think you probably. I think you maybe liked it more than me, but I. I did really enjoy that movie. I have it, you know.
1: So what else do you have fighting for that spot? Teen Titans go to the movies. Okay, I haven't seen. Have you it seen yet. it? I love. I love Teen Titans. It's so
3: good. There's. I, I watched the- it with my kids again recently, oh, and yeah? I'm just like, it is. I mean, you talk about comedy. Like, you know, maybe I should start thinking of it in the best comedy category, too, because it is funny. I
1: did see that one scene where Batman's chasing him on the bike and things keep exploding and he keeps changing vehicles. Uh I That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard.
3: Dude, the whole it is it is, in my opinion, um, it is one of the best DC movies ever made. You know, I mean, you've got the Nolan Batmans. Yeah. Batman. (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got teen titans it's like and lego batman yeah yeah exactly yeah. and what does it say that their best stuff is you know animated and making fun of themselves well actually
1: <laughs> you know the uh i know you don't really watch them all that much but dc animated movies like like actual real dc animated movies like flashpoint and stuff yeah are phenomenal they're so much better than their live action the movies the only
3: ones i've seen haven't been that great I'll give you a list Okay, (laughs) that you'll never get around to. Maybe they just did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then Early Man, which nobody is talking about, but is actually pretty good. It's a Leica movie, isn't it? Uh, No, Early Man is um, Walsh and Gromit uh, Company. Um,
1: Isn't that
3: Leica? No. Oh. Aardman. Aardman. Yeah. 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 So, uh, if for no other reason to give it a shout-out and say, hey, maybe this is something you might enjoy watching. It's not great, but, you know, it's certainly good. Okay. So, I wanted to throw that in there, too. Uh, Best visual effect. Oh, and shout-out to uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which neither of us have seen. Yeah. So, because uh, the initial buzz is so loud that I can't help but hear it. I mean, I'm not watching trailers or anything, but people seem to love that movie. So um that could definitely end up in this list
1: can confirm (laughs) have you seen it i've seen the trailers oh okay no it's not out yet okay i didn't think it was out but all of a sudden i was wondering it's it's technically a marvel movie even though it's sony so you're not going to get a screener for it
3: it's it's technically a marvel movie what do you mean
1: well, not MCU, but it's a Marvel, you know, it's Spider-Man, so it's yeah. a Marvel movie. A Marvel property. Yeah, and you're never going to get a screener for a, one of those movies.
3: <laughs> I've gotten screeners for Marvel movies before.
1: Before? like, Oh, before early... they come out? No. Yeah, that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 Oh,
3: I see what you're saying. No, no, no. Those big, like, Star Wars, yeah. those kind of things, if if they aren't out, you don't get a screener.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: That's, um, what, that's what I was trying to say. Got it. Got it, got it, got it.
1: Visual uh, effects?
3: Yeah. Let's move into the effects department here. Um I think Avengers, right? Yeah. Has to be in there. Yeah. Um, Mission Impossible? Yeah. What else?
1: First Man. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That transition to IMAX whenever they land on the moon is so spectacular.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm going to mention something here uh, that is an interesting fit into this category that I'm considering nominating. Searching.
1: Oh, because it's... I thought you said that it... Correct me if I'm wrong, I thought you said that the the gimmick got old.
3: Yes, but it's so well done. Okay. Do you understand the difference? Yeah. Story-wise, I got tired of it. Because they ended up forcing How much detail in thought they put into these computer screens and the way they combined several different elements, um, I... I, I think searching deserves some consideration in this category. Those are visual effects, right? Yeah. We, he, he, they're harder visual effects in some ways than other things. You think of like Avengers and some of the stuff they're doing is stuff we've never seen before. We don't know what it looks like. Everybody knows what a computer screen looks like. Everybody knows how that's supposed to interact in, in those kind of things. Um, almost innately. We use them so much, we almost just know it innately when it's wrong. Yeah. And yet that movie feels very much like an actual computer screen. And I think that's really tough to do. So I don't know. I wanted to give it a shout out at least.
1: Well, good call. But I think Avengers, <clears throat> what they were able to do with Thanos, making him look as real sure. as they did. Sure. It's just it it, feels
3: like their category to lose for sure. Yeah. All right.
1: Uh right. Let's go into hair and makeup. I only have one nomination. Which is? Bohemian Rhapsody. I have
3: that as well. Um, throw Black Panther in there. and I,
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that's good. I wish I would have thought of that.
3: And I'm also going to possibly nominate Tully
1: in this category.
3: And I know that seems like a weird one, but making somebody look that disheveled and that tired, and certainly the performance is a huge part of it, but the hair and the makeup as well, you know, I don't know. And and also I, and I I don't know uh, totally about her body transformation to get ready for that role, but mm-hmm. I'm sure makeup also played a part in that. Yeah. Um. You know, with post-pregnancy and different things like that. So I don't know, something worth a little bit of consideration at least.
1: Uh, costume design. Okay. Uh, I, again, I have Bohemian Rhapsody.
3: Good choice, Black Panther.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I think
3: I think you could put that in some of these technical categories, like this, these visual categories. Yeah. Um, I understand. I, I'm definitely considering Scruggs. Uh, I'm also considering Green Book in this area. Okay, uh, it takes place in like the '60s. Uh, I think early '60s, and there's definitely some some interesting costuming going on with uh, Mahershala. Um, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali's character. So yeah, something to look at in that. That way as well.
1: Uh, bad Times, El Royale. That's a good choice. Yeah. I think that's a decent choice for costume design, for sure. I'm pretty sure Mary Queen of Scots is going to be the big one well, for and, this, and we haven't seen it. Neither so. of us have
3: seen it. That that one hasn't come. The Favorite is also probably going to be yeah. a big in the hair, makeup, costuming. What's All those Victorian... Yeah. yeah. That that we haven't seen yet, exactly, and that's not gonna not only going to impact the nominations we talk about in these categories, but also a lot of the female performance categories because almost all and I shouldn't say almost all a lot of the movies I haven't don't have a screener for yet that are supposed to be you know up at the top yeah are very women based movies yeah. You know a lot of those performances that people are going to be chatting yeah. about come from those movies and unfortunately we haven't seen them so. You know, those are the categories that, you know, I, I doubt these ones that we're mentioning may not even be nominated because there's so many of these other ones that we just haven't seen. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, though.
1: Um, uh, editing? Uh, I'm throwing an upgrade for right here. Okay. Oh, wait, Is this visual editing or sound editing? Just be- best editing. Okay. Then. I- we don't
3: do a sound editing category.
1: Oh, that's a shame.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, first man. Would probably
1: a quiet place, uh,
3: yeah. No, that'd be a good one as well.
1: Yeah, um, Annihilation for editing as well. Okay, and uh, Avengers. I have a, a quiet place for editing.
3: Okay, uh, First Man in Roma. I have Roma's as well really good, yeah. It's so good, it's put together so well.
1: Well, Alfonso knows what he's doing, so
3: um, he sure does. He sure does. Uh, production
1: <laughs> design, okay, uh, First Man, yep, Fallout. I think so.
3: Uh, That's a good choice. That's worth considering for sure. And Avengers. Uh, I have Black Panther. Okay. Best production design. I like... I think Black Panther has better production design than Avengers does. There's something very cohesive and unique about, you know...
1: Yeah, you're totally right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's... I just like the diversity, I guess, in Avengers. You know, from you know production set to production set, sure, and stuff like that. I get that. So, but you're totally right. Uh, the way they made Black Panther, they made the way they made Wakanda feel so real, mm-hmm. like it's a real place. Yeah, it's it's beyond impressive. Um, and then
3: cinematography, or no, we did we do yeah. we did production design. Oh, and I also had Roma in that as well. Okay, um, man, it's gorgeous. In in the things they did to uh to match his childhood. Do you know how, do you know anything about Roma at all?
1: I know it's black and white and it's in (laughs) Spanish. Uh,
3: Yeah. Um, He is telling a very intimate story about a person in his actual life. Okay. Um, A nanny person who watched him and his siblings when they were growing up. And he went out and got like found like the actual furniture they had when they were growing up, and they Whoa. they built their actual old home growing up, you know, to shoot in, and like, I mean, wow. it's just it's the detail is insane, and you can feel it, you know. It's not just that that. Like you feel it even not knowing that. It just feels real. It just feels authentic. So
1: now that is cool.
3: So yeah. So <clears throat> I definitely production design kind of plays into all that. So does cinematography. I have Roman cinematography as well. Yeah. Um what were some other choices that you had?
1: Um I might throw upgrade in here.
3: For cinematography? The way Tell that, me about that. Well,
1: the way you know like whenever he moves, like the camera also angles, you know, okay. different I think, and it had a lot of awesome shots, like a uh, three sixty shots. I know that you said "Widows" had a really cool cinematic. Cinema, cinematic. Widows
3: will definitely get some consideration in this
1: category for sure. Okay, uh, and then I would throw in Mission Impossible Fallout just for that. Uh, it's not a bad choice. For that, what was it? Scene the the parachuting scene alone, or the yeah. chase through Rome. Yeah,
3: it's crazy. Um, I'm gonna throw First Man in here. Uh yeah. some of those shots are absolutely stunning. I cannot help but throw Buster Scruggs in here as well. Some of the vistas in the way they captured the idea of the unbroken old West was stunning to me. So um, I think it definitely deserves some consideration as well. Yeah. Uh, cinematography from Twitter, people mentioning A Star is born, which we haven't really mentioned much at all. I, I, in it's fact coming at up. all it's coming in our up. category <laughs> so far. Um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody mentioned in
1: cinematography
3: as well um,
1: uh, only for live aid
3: Ant-Man and the Wasp mentioned in visual effects um, which I think is a good choice considering some of the sizing stuff they have to do there uh, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways to go on this fantastic beasts actually mentioned in some of the visual categories. I mean, if you're going to reward that movie, it's going to, it's going to be for something outside of story. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so those, those possibly might be the things, uh, to go with. Um, but man, yeah, there's, there's some good stuff going on. Uh, all right, let's move into screenwriting. You want to yep. start with adapted. Yep. All right. Best adapted screenplay.
1: Ballad of Buster Scruggs.
3: It's a good choice. Good choice. Yeah,
1: Jack London. Uh, first Man.
3: First Man. Um, okay.
1: Yep. And uh, that's all I can really think of for adapted. You probably have seen more things that are like adapted.
3: Well, in screenwriting for me, <clears throat> it, there has to be, I, I really look at the idea of how the story flows, how the the uh, the interactions work with the dialogue, you know, just the idea of, you know, the the art of telling a good story for a movie. Um, I think this is where *A Star Is Born* shines. I really do. I, I thought think... that was original. No, there's been three other movies.
1: Oh, you're totally right. I. Yep. Well, then put a stars Born, because I had it in original. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
3: Uh, this Whoopsie. Is- <laughs> uh, Widows is another one I I really like here. It is a, a well written screenplay. In um, Black Klansman is okay. the other one I had here. Um, those are those are three that are definitely up on my list as far as possible nominations in uh, adapted. And I'm not sure, I, you know. Uh, I don't have First Man or what was what was the other one
1: you mentioned Ballad Ballad of Buster Scruggs. You're sure those are adapted from something? Well, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is Jack London short stories, and okay. uh, First Man, I'm assuming it's based off of the book that um, uh, was it Buzz Aldrin who wrote
3: the book? Yeah, I think that one. I don't think Buster Scruggs is based off. It's Jack of some- London. Are you sure? Swear. I thought that I thought I heard the Cohen say that there is no Ballad of Buster Scruggs book. I'm it's almost sure I heard them say that.
1: Based on stories by Jack London.
3: Based on stories by Jack London. Okay. All right. It's
1: a culmination of his anthology of like his different short stories.
3: Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh you want to move on to original then? All right, what do you got there?
1: Uh, well, I, this is where I did have Stars Born, but you're totally right. Uh, a Quiet Place. Good I choice. I have to throw in here. And Incredibles 2.
3: Interesting. Now, would that be original or would that be based on the first one? See, See I don't know how it works. I don't works. know how that works. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I love you putting it in there. It is definitely a great screenplay. I had Roma, 8th Grade, and First Reformed. I don't think you've seen First Reform.
1: I'm gonna watch it this week.
3: Cool. Yep. Um, so yeah, those are the three I had for best uh original screenplay. Yep. Um, okay, uh let's move into the biggies, shall we? Yeah. Let's start with uh directing. Yeah. S- some big time stuff going on here. Who you got in director? Bradley Cooper, stars born. It's a good choice. Yep. I definitely worth considering in the nominations. Yep um i am i think he's almost a shoe-in for a nomination for the oscars yeah um yeah i don't have him necessarily in my list though okay uh i have i just lost it here that's why i'm kind of
1: you want me to throw another one out no no no. i'll get it here
3: uh oh yeah 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 Uh, alfonso coron for roma
1: yeah i I assumed only
3: (laughs) uh and damien chazelle um for with first man with first man okay. what else do
1: you have john krasinski quiet
3: place i'd love to see that yeah
1: that'd be so cool
3: uh, i don't think it's going to happen but i would love to see that yeah.
1: and cohen brothers ballad of buster scruggs just nice. still, because i've never seen them do a movie like that and they pulled it off so well um i i think spike lee for black klansman definitely needs he's never been nominated for an oscar for directing i don't think or Co- for best picture for best picture coogler with
3: black panther i think deserves some consideration yeah
1: um both of those are really good so there's there's a lot out there in um
3: who directed annihilation i was
1: just about to ask who directed annihilation it's the same guy who did X uh, ex machina yeah and, uh, he's so good oh, give me two seconds i should know this i really yeah should. i should I- too yeah. But
3: that hasn't stopped us from not knowing stuff before. No. <laughs> I have the answer, by the way. So whenever you're done trying to guess, I'll tell you.
1: Uh, is it Alex Garland?
3: It is Alex Garland. Yeah.
1: Thanks, IMDB. <laughs> oh, you looked it up too?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was... For pulling that, you weren't very excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, I, I don't see him getting a nomination for he Annihilation, sure, though, man. but he will get a nomination soon, right? I mean, he's done such great work.
1: I just hope he doesn't fall in the... Wait, did Denis Villeneuve get a nomination for... He did for both Arrival yeah. and Blade yeah, Runner, I didn't so. he? Okay, yeah, Uh think so. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was a director for a long time that never got any love from, like, the Academy or the Golden Globe. Well, League.
3: Hitchcock is the most famous one.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, there was a recent one. People yeah. are always like, why aren't you nominating this guy? Oh, it was Christopher Nolan. For the longest time, people were not nominating right. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. People were getting like, what's up with you? Yeah. But nothing this year, so... Yeah, that's a crime. Yeah. Acting Ensemble.
3: Okay. What, what direction did you go on this? Infinity War. I think you have to consider Infinity War in this category. The fact because that they were able huge, to pull it off. Yeah, right, exactly. The level of difficulty alone. Yeah. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, I yep. think, is a great one for this category, I have that too. I well.
1: And Battle of Buster Scruggs.
3: Is another good one. Uh, I have Widows as another possible one as well. I have a feeling. Because um, that is a... a Great cast, large cast, all doing great work. So I definitely think that's one to consider here, too. Um, Young actor or
1: actress under 21? Okay. So uh, what do you got? Tom Holland, Avengers. He was 21 when Avengers Infinity War came out. Well, under 21. You said 21 and under. Oh, I thought it was 21 and under.
3: No, under Uh, 21.
1: Well, then never mind. Uh, (laughs) Let's go with Millicent Simmons in A Quiet Place.
3: I think it's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good choice. I think it, this is Elsie uh, Fisher's to lose um, from eighth grade. Although Thomason McKenzie is her name from Leave No Trace. Mm-hmm. Um, she is really good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then I just saw Wildlife, which I mentioned in the pre show. Mm-hmm. And the kid in that, Ed Oxenbold, I think is his name, uh, he's really good in that movie too. So, How
1: old is Timothy Chalamet?
3: Too old for this category 22. Okay all right because uh, he was incredible and beautiful boy
1: yeah uh Ooh. the only one i would throw out is julian dennison deadpool 2 okay because he's really good fair point fire fist. fair point uh all right best supporting actor supporting
3: actor let's start there all
1: right well there's an obvious winner here is there yeah it's sam elliott stars born if you th- if you say so i know so it is the best performance of the year period I don't, out of any yeah, have you seen beautiful boy yet doesn't matter it's <laughs> sam elliott that that and perform- andrew is andrew is convinced i swear i have seen performances before but none like the, it's not the greatest performance of all time no, no it's, a it's a, a great the, performance it's the best performance of the year for me by it's a great anybody performance. it's so. a
3: great performance um timothy chalamet and beautiful boy uh, Would that be supporting or lead? Yeah, it's supporting. Okay,
1: I haven't seen the movie, so I'm just curious.
3: And I base that on um, the what they how they classify themselves. Sure. So I basically go to
1: don't on the on the uh, on the screeners they send. Don't they send yes. you like, hey, we for him for this? Yes, and it him lists for this.
3: which category they they want to be considered for. Okay. Um, I have often said there should just be a best performance category. Yeah. No gender, no supporting or lead, but it's you know, well, I don't a million. know million. <laughs> that's it that would be sam Elliott for yeah. you uh, i would also throw uh Mahershala ali for green book in here okay um great performance there and here's my wild card uh adam driver and black Klansman. okay i love adam driver
1: you you missed a big movie. one you missed a big who'd one. i miss michael b jordan of black panther um, it's a good one yeah it's a good one definitely deserves consideration one of the best marvel villains ever and uh just because I couldn't, because I haven't seen like Beautiful Boy or sure, no, totally. Uh, I would throw out Benicio del Toro and Sicario. Okay, but you know, it's. Not I don't gonna think happen. you're going to see a lot
3: of love for that. But nope. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> but I said, hey, like I said, like I said, it's your nominations. <clears throat> you're throwing them out there. Yep. Uh, what about uh, actress? This is where I, you know, when we get into these best actress and supporting actress categories. There's just a lot I haven't seen, but I, I think See,
1: that's g- the problem. I feel bad because the only one that really sticks out to me is Cynthia. Arrival in bad times. Well, that's a great. I mean, that's a great call. I didn't even have her on my list, but um, I put
3: Claire Foy on here for First Man, uh, and Michelle Yeoh for Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich, Asians. Rich Asians, and Emily Blunt in A Quiet Place. I think she's he- a lead, huh? She's a lead. No, it says supporting on the. Does it? Yeah.
1: Well, I had her down as lead. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, I it's a, well. I mean, we can both talk about her. No, it's a, it's a great performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I hope that one doesn't get brushed over yeah. just because it's a genre movie. Uh-huh. Because she is killing it in that movie. Yeah, she is so good. Um, so yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so are we moving on to best actress now? Sure. Okay. Let's do best actress. Natalie Portman, Annihilation. Uh, That's okay.
3: all she's great in that movie. Yeah. Definitely worth a consideration. Yeah. Um, Melissa McCarthy, can you ever forgive me? Okay. Um, definitely think should be considered. She's really good and she's a great actress. And part of this is also I want her rewarded for doing these kind of roles. For not being the Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just I it's like I want her supported for these decisions. Yeah. Because they're great decisions and she's really good in the movie. Um Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga stars born. Yeah.
1: And even though I hate the movie, I'm going to throw out Tony Collette for Hereditary. Because <laughs> it was get it. a phenomenal performance for it a is terrible a good movie.
3: Let me throw out another one. Charlize Theron and Tully. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. Theron, I should say. I got to remember to pronounce her name correctly. I know it's Theron. Charlize Theron.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. That's a great performance. That is a movie not enough people have seen from earlier this year.
1: Tully? Yeah. I didn't like it. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, best actor? I definitely liked it a lot more than Hereditary. Uh, best actor, uh, Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think so, right? I yeah. Think he, I think you have to
3: nominate Rami.
1: Yeah. All, I haven't seen the movie, but according to you, he is going to win, and that's Ethan Hawken, First Reformed.
3: Um. Did I say he was going to win?
1: You said at the beginning of the year, like, there is no performance that could rival what Ethan Hawke is doing in First no. Reformed. I can pull it up. Yeah, pull up
3: the quote. I'd love to hear myself say that. That's hilarious. I'm not going to do it right now, because okay. I can't even remember what listen, episode it was on. Listen, I'll just give it to you again. There is no way anybody... No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Ethan Hawke is definitely one uh, in First Reformed that that I think should be nominated. It's a great performance.
1: And I would even throw out Bradley Cooper, Stars Born.
3: And I'd throw out Ryan Gosling from First Man as well. See...
1: This is where you and I disagreed, if you remember, on the mm-hmm, podcast, because you I loved his performance. I think, it's,
3: I think it's an incredible performance. Yeah. It's all—it's so under the surface, yet you know everything he's feeling and thinking. I think it's masterwork. Yeah.
1: Um, any others that you would think of? I know people are going to laugh that I would throw out Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you just did. Yeah. Let him laugh. Ha! Let him laugh,
3: man. Let him laugh.
1: All right. Best picture. This is it. This is it. What do you think? What should be nominated? Uh, I'm gonna go from my number five all the way to my number one. Oh, you are gonna rank them. I am gonna rank. them.
3: Okay, I'm not gonna rank mine.
1: That's fine. I to- there's nothing. To Why don't you just it. go through your five? Go ahead. Incredibles two. Nice. First Man. Nice. It's on my list. Stars Born. Nice. You're gonna hate this. Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Yeah. Infinity War. Nice. Yeah, my
3: list for nominations and for best picture is totally different than my favorites list. Like a lot of those you said would definitely be on my favorite movies of the year. But when I'm thinking of nominating for what is the best movie this year, I'm thinking more of expertise, technical expertise, those kind of things. And I'm not saying those movies don't have that. In fact, they would definitely, I almost put Incredibles 2 on my you know, five movies that I'm thinking about nominating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may end up on that list uh, eventually. But I put um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs okay. on there. Loved it. Uh, first Reformed, uh, First Band, which you mentioned, Roma, which I don't think you've seen. Nope. And this is the big surprise, I think. But I'm really thinking about nominating Blind Spotting.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, it has I really stuck, do want to see it.
3: It has stuck with me in such a huge way. And I just keep thinking about scenes in that movie and how how great the... Um, there's a, there's a, a rap in that movie at a key moment of the movie that is just jaw-droppingly deep and meaningful and powerful and you would never think it would work in that situation, and yet somehow it does. That movie just, I, I don't know, it kind of floored me. It really did. So I'm i am definitely considering nominating it for Best Picture.
1: I'm stoked to see it. I've been wanting to see it since I saw that first trailer. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. it's good stuff.
1: Well, there you go. There's some thoughts on nominations. I was
3: going to look at the adapted versus original this year because I know... Um, I know they have that listed somewhere, like what counts as what, and I just haven't... Okay, here's here's Adapted. Uh, so some of the favorites for Adapted screenplay are Black Klansman, okay. If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star is Born, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Widows, First Man, which you mentioned was Adapted. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Black Panther. No Ballad? Um let's see that was the one we were confused about right yeah yeah ballad of buster scruggs is not on there now it may just not be a favorite because i don't see it in oh yeah no it's it's in the original
1: that's weird
3: yeah it's an original that's an original screenplay it's considered one by the academy i guess okay and again i don't know how a lot of that stuff works that's that's why i have to go check these lists
1: yeah because
3: i i would (laughs) never necessarily know so but yeah there you go
1: nice I'm surprised you guys don't do documentaries.
3: Well, we have our own documentary awards now. Oh, okay. And those have already happened. Then, uh, won't you be my neighbor? Win? Won't you be my neighbor? One best documentary. That's yeah. Okay. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah. We decided to break that out. In its own thing, so that we could do best new, you know, best director, you know, all those kind of things with documentaries, the stuff that goes along with them. So cool. it has its own awards now. And with the TV section, they just broke out a new award show for Critics' Choice. I think they're calling it the Real TV Awards. So they're breaking out reality television from the Television Awards. Oh so. man! <laughs> Which means I probably won't get to see Jeff Probst this year. You know,
1: that's a shame. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that kind of thing uh all right so there you go the nominations episode is in the can let us know on twitter or through email anything we missed anything where we were right wrong indifferent whatever the case may be we'd love to hear your opinions as well uh you can email us feedback at sifpop.com or hit us up on twitter i'm at aaron dicer uh andrew is at flick freaks uh, wherever you find us on the socials uh let's finish out with some buried treasure
1: shall we yeah you want to go first
3: sure yeah, I can go first. Um, man, there's been so much I've been watching that obviously I have a lot to pull from here yeah. uh, for Buried Treasure. And I, I'm i going to go with one I've mentioned a couple times already, Green Book. I wanted to talk a little bit about Green Book for my Buried Treasure. Cool. Um, this is a very well done movie. This There's a reason this is one of the three movies that people are saying can win Best Picture. Um, and by the way, this year's... Oscar race, Best Picture-wise, is the closest it's ever been at this point. Um, There are three movies that basically have the exact same odds to win Best Picture.
1: Can I guess them? Sure. Roma. Yep. Stars Born. Yep. And, yeah, Green Green Book.
3: Book. Yeah. And there's a reason, because this is a crowd pleaser. People are going to love this movie. Um, it's just, it's really well done. It moves along nicely. The story is interesting. It's, you know, Viggo Mortensen is great in it. Um, Mahersha Ali is great in it. I didn't
1: hear you mention either of them for best supporting or I mentioned
3: Mahersha Ali, but not Viggo. You don't think I didn't mention him. Um, but you could. Okay. And I, and I'm certainly considering him. Um, it's, it's a great performance. I think, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having trouble deciding if I think his performance is really, really great because it doesn't feel, there's something that feels off about it to me, but I think it's just because it's not the Vigo Mortensen I'm used to seeing. Yeah. And so there's this, there's this cognitive dissonance thing that happens where I'm like, well, that, I'm not quite buying it, but I think it's me. I don't think it's him. I think his performance is perfect. I think. Okay. But there's some, so you understand what I'm saying. I'm having to work through that a little bit.
1: Is it one thing where you like possibly if I see it maybe once more? Yeah. Okay. Like
3: I lock into it a little better and yeah. go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> now I variety the website. They had a uh, a section or an article, I should say, about Green Book, and it made me so livid. Just the title of it made me so mad. The the title of the article? Yeah, the title what of the article it? is the Green Book woke enough. Once I read that, I'm like I can't I can't even with variety right now. I haven't well, even seen the movie and I already hate that that title of Is It Woke Enough.
3: Well, that is my main issue with the movie. I wouldn't state it in the woke <laughs> verbiage.
1: The, the, that's all that's the only complaint is the verbiage that they're so you, using.
3: You you hear I talk about blind spotting, right? Yeah. Um that is a movie that deals with race in an honest, authentic, meaningful, deep, troubling kind of way.
1: Even Sorry to Bother You kind of does.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, or Black Klansmen. There's been a lot this year, right? In Black Panther. And right, for sure.
1: Actually, yeah. Black Panther deals
3: with race in a more meaningful way than Green Book does, I think. And it's just all right there on the surface. It's good. It says good things. It just doesn't quite, there's just not an oomph to it. So uh-huh. I get what Variety is saying. Like, is it woke enough, quote unquote, or yeah. whatever? But, um, but I also don't want to completely hold that too hard against the movie. Like, the movie is being what it wants to be. It's not trying to be Blind Spotting. It's trying to be Green Book. And there's a place for that, and And it's really good. So, I, you know, I, I don't let that take it down too far for me, but it definitely keeps it from being that, like, upper, upper echelon for me this year. But it's a great movie, and people are going to love that movie when I'm they see it. I'm super do. stoked to see yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's really good.
1: What's your buried treasure? I'm gonna go with a video game because it's me, <laughs> and it is not buried at all. It is the most popular video game out right now. Is it's it Spider-Man? Re- no, it's Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh, Red 2. Dead
3: Redemption. Yeah.
1: Holy moly, that game is amazing. Ten out of ten, not hyperbole.
3: Um, it's really expansive, right? Is it yeah, open it's huge. world?
1: Yeah. Like, it's it's a. Rockstar, they make all the Grand Theft Auto games. And they made the first, or not the first, I should say, because there was Red Dead Revolver, which was not Rockstar, and then there was Red Dead Redemption, which was Rockstar, and that's where they kind of had that Grand Theft Auto open world, do whatever you want. This one is way more grounded in what I would even call reality. You have to do, you have to eat, you got to sleep, you got to do all these things. And it's not as vulgar or as gross as the Grand Theft Auto games are. And um, don't get me wrong, there's still profanity and stuff like that. But there's no prostitutes or anything like that or hard drug use or anything like that. Unless you count, you know, because back in the 1850s, people used cocaine for headaches. So (laughs) it's kind of authentic in that way. Like, hey, you got a headache? Try some cocaine. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And snake oils and all that kind of stuff. It's just fun immersing yourself in the Old West. It sounds like a nightmare to me. Really, like, I I
3: hate open world games. I, it, a lot it, of
1: people do. It
3: does because they not don't know what to do. Right? It does not. I want a linear game. Like I want to know what my objective is, what the next objective is. You know, I, like and go and just do stuff. Like I, I will tell you, Breath of the Wild was too nonlinear for me. Breath of the Wild was too. Oh, now you got to make your own potion, and now you got to you know. And I'm just, I just, I I didn't,
1: I, I don't like that stuff. Yeah.
3: But that's just a personal preference.
1: Yeah, I will say uh, for this game, you can like open up the map and there's like different color like objectives and stuff. So you can all... F- the yellow ones are the story mode. You can just do the yellow ones and like, okay, this is the story mode, so I'm just going to go here, do this story mission, and it just progresses right. the story. But if you want to take a break from that and you're like, I'm going to go rob a stagecoach, you can do that. <laughs> or... I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna go collect a bounty. I'm gonna go hunt some some bad man.
3: I heard there were you know like fifty different kinds of fish you could catch oh, or or whatever, it's and I was just crazy. like crazy. I was just like I'm out. <laughs> just and for some people it's like that's amazing. I love yeah. that. And for me I'm just like no thank you. Uh, I just want you know simple simple.
1: You know what you can do in the game? You can just play Texas Hold'em. <laughs>
3: You can go into the most, the most elaborate and in, in the, um, what you know space taking, yeah. <laughs> the biggest file on my computer, and it's just so I can play you know a Texas Hold'em game.
1: I guarantee you this game. I don't even know what it is on PC, but it has to. I knew on is it even ex- on PC? Uh, I know, or is that- it exclusive? Sometimes with Rockstar Games, there's like a delay when it comes from console right. to PC. I know they did that with GTA 5. So I don't know if it's out on PC, but I know that for the Xbox it was like a hundred gig download. Wow. Something like that. It was insane.
3: That is insane. And um, I didn't
1: even get the uh the limited edition version. I just got the regular. Wow. See what's crazy to me is that there's games like this that are so massive they are so incredibly huge and detailed, and they are still sixty dollars as opposed to like I mean that is interesting, but then they also
3: make money from um uh you know from expansion packs and those kind oh, of things yeah. too. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well there you go. We did it, man. Woo! We did a podcast. We
1: listed a lot of things. <laughs>
3: I hope it was helpful as you kind of get towards the end of the year. And again, we love your opinion as well. So it's a lot of fun kind of thinking of this stuff.
1: What was really funny is you, Aaron, every single week, he sends me a detailed rundown of the show, what yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be. So I get the email and it's like, okay, so we're just going to go through categories. And I keep scrolling down. And I'm like, <laughs> more categories? How many categories does he have to go through? Listen, I'm just trying to be complete here. Yeah, you know. So I had no idea whenever you were doing uh, the Critics' Choice Awards that that was the amount of categories you had it yeah. just didn't hit me until I actually had to sit down and give my, right? mine mind too because when you're watching like the academy awards for example and they're going through all of these you're you're only picking like okay I think this one's gonna win and you can get done really quick but whenever you're actually the one nominating yeah and you have to go through it took me hours <laughs> and I was like
3: now imagine this the first year I did it I was also nominating for the tv awards too
1: oh man <laughs> That's days. <laughs> oh, how did I survive my with, grueling work? Because with at least movies, it's two hours and you're done. Right. With TV, it's it, it could depend on the show, like yeah. how many s- episodes there are in the season.
3: Well, that is why they submit episodes for awards, not seasons. So
1: <sighs> that's I had no idea they did that. Yeah,
3: that's why they do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. How on earth am I ever alive
3: with all this hard? manual labor work that i have to do <laughs>
1: hey eye strain is serious my friend all right very nice i'm gonna have to buy you some of those um uh what are they they're uh they're glasses that you wear that bifocals no it's like <laughs> glasses that you specifically wear to help keep your eyes safe from like looking at a screen uh, yeah, all yeah, day. yeah yeah i'm gonna have to find out what those are i'm gonna get you those for I Christmas.
3: definitely need some of that yeah Thanks so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. If you want to know more about Studio DNA, uh, you can follow them at Spreaker. Go to the Spreaker app or you can go to Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Uh, Huge thanks to Andrew, for helping me out again this week. Glad to have you along. Um, Thanks for bringing that wonderful Drunk Sif Pop. That was a lot of fun. Keep keep those coming. That is an absolute blast. Uh, If you want to check uh, Andrew out online, find Flick Freaks on Twitter, Instagrams, all the social medias. Yep. Uh, and you can find me at Aaron Dicer in the same places. Much love and gratitude to our amazing Sif Pop members. Uh, you can go to Patreon to become a Sif Pop member. You can give monthly to make this show possible. And there's some pretty fun perks there. You get all the episodes including the bonus episodes. Every episode has a bonus episode that just Sif Pop members uh, get to listen to. So you can go to Patreon.com slash Sif Pop. Patreon.com slash Pop. And some new fun stuff coming to of pop uh, members here in the coming year. So Ooh. Pay attention for that. Uh, lots of ways to connect with us. You can leave comments where we listen. You can email us feedback at sif And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie loving friends will probably like the show too. So make sure you let them know about it. And that listening is much easier than picking a winner for best actor this year. There's a lot of good choices. Yep. Uh, no spoiler chat, obviously this week. What? And you're not going to tell us who you just like, you know, spoiler what? alert. Spoiler, I'm not
1: even listening. Here's my list. Uh,
3: Uh, And there's lots of movies still coming out. We'll probably pick a couple of the recent awards contenders to talk about next week. Um, We'll let you know on Twitter. So pay attention there and we'll catch you then.
0: Bye.